Bonsoir. How are you, dear friends? We are building the most inspiring and phenomenal communities of wine lovers. As we all know, wine is the catalyst of the greatest discussion. We'll be talking wine, but of course food, and everything that touches all our nation and senses. to be able to celebrate together. So, cheers! Well, cheers! Well, wait, wait hang on, I need to catch up with that. Hang on one second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we need to open up our champagne so that we can toast you, and then we're gonna light the candles of the raspberry champagne cake and sing you happy birthday. Well, you're so kind. So I'm good. I, All right, so while Howard's opening the champagne, I'll and then Howard, I've got uh, uh, two coops here. And actually, Catherine, would you be so kind to go? Actually, wait, right there on the liquor cart, there are oh, more coops. Um, that way, everybody gets. Look at what I just received through the mail. Oh, yes, you should have the same cake that I have uh, that we shipped to you in Napa Valley. To celebrate your birthday. To see how they will receive their birthday cake from now on because everybody needs to order from Gwendolyn. This is the best cake ever. And the most <laughs> phenomenal presentation. Look at this. Oh, look at that. Good, it arrived safely. That's good. I'm so honored, Gwendolyn, to celebrate with you. I know, uh, so am I. I can't believe you're only going to be 52. Well, not yet. You uh, aging. <laughs> am I allowed to say that out loud? Sorry. But you're younger than I am. Look at this amazing wrapping. Oh, look and at wrapping it. Look at what amazing. Thank you, Jen. Oh. Wow, look at it. And I love it because this is very easy to unfold. <laughs> this is kind of fun. Wow. Thank you so much. Dear friends, I mean, look how it's arriving. I don't think it could be better than this. This is arriving in perfect shape. And I'm going to open it very gently here. And look I at love that. it. It matches your jacket. Well, thank you so much. You, you must have known that I love champagne. So <laughs> tell us about this amazing recipe. Uh, about the cake? Yeah, this is so good. Ah, well, it's a raspberry champagne cake. So it's three layers of vanilla cake that has a uh, two layers of homemade raspberry jam in between with fresh raspberries. And then we coat the entire cake with a champagne vanilla buttercream, which has approximately an entire bottle of champagne in each cake. So, it, <laughs> which is perfect, especially for you for your birthday. So to you, we would like to, to toast you and sing happy birthday to you, John Charles. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. 
blowing with you. One, two, three. Again. 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 Cheers. Cheers. Hey, and then what are we drinking here today? Wait, it's this one over here. <laughs> I'd love for you to describe it for uh -huh. me. We are having the JCB Brute. That's right. You and it's luscious. Brute. And it's flamboyant. And it's passion. And it's elegant. <laughs> it's so and it's delicious. And opulent it, and voluptuous. It, it and is. So and it's mysterious. <laughs> And sensual, as you can notice. <laughs> sensual and seductive. This is fun. I like this game. <laughs> well, I want to thank the entire cake bake shop because you all look so fabulous. And I know you're very busy today on September 5th downstairs. And so, Gwendolyn, you got to describe this amazing house you're in is actually your wonderful place where you create all those great baking expression of yours. So tell us all about it because the design is so precious and amazing. Oh, well, thank you. Okay, well, I'm gonna let everybody go back to work. You guys are amazing, thank you so much. I love it, thank you team. Bye-bye everyone. Thank you, and everybody loves their champagne, so thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm yes. going to have my cake by myself today. Uh, well, actually, no, I'm going to cut mine and I'm going to eat, eat with you so that you're not I'm totally gonna... alone. And I even added purple candles on top because I know you love purple. I love purple. <laughs> um, but just... Describe to us and to all our friends viewing with us what they can ex expect when they come to see you because this is one of the most beautiful setting ever to oh, promote well, thank you. and the art of baking. Well, ooh, and look at this beautiful slice. Mm. Can you see that? Magnificent. With the, with the fresh raspberries and the champagne. It's one of my I favorites. I love this cake. I can tell you what to, what to expect if you were to come visit. Um, it's a it's a cake shop and a restaurant that I've designed to make it look like a house on the outside. And then when you walk in the doors, I have Swarovski chandeliers hanging from every room. And in my bar, which you would love, I have a hundred strands of Swarovski crystals hanging as like raindrops that surround the chandelier that come from the center of the bar. And so light gets you know catches from every angle of the room and it's just beautiful it's very it's very much in your style but in a Gwendolyn way as opposed to a John Charles way so we would complement each other perfectly um we always have and we always <laughs> always and how did and, you come up with such a great design Gwendolyn is it the style you love is it how you wanted your guests to feel like it, it is a little bit of both. It is, it is uh, I, I, I put in the shop everything that I enjoy personally. Um, I also have a little bit of French in, in my background. My, my grandmother was Marie Antoinette's Grémillon Le Blanc. And so in, in the, the restaurant, I have a lot of French um, elements from my light fixtures to lanterns that are outside to the furniture design to the um, I have aged gold mirrors on my walls. 
to just bring in, capture more light. I love the open feeling and the, the comfort of being at home, but still having that beautiful setting where once you sit down, you don't want to leave and you want to stay for hours and drink champagne and eat cake and, and just have a wonderful time with your family and friends. And it just turned out that people seem to really like it. So it's really wonderful. Well, congratulations. Now, Gwendolyn, explain to all our viewers who are asking, of course, a lot of questions. How did you get into the world of food and how did you get so passionate about cakes? Well, I've always been in the world of food and it has been my therapy. It's been my happy place. I've always loved to cook. I've been cooking my entire life. Um, I'm almost 55, so I've had uh, a very long time to work on recipes and work on the types of food that I like to eat. And so that's kind of how, how I, I brought my own passion into what I wanted to do. And I just knew that if it was something that made me happy, that maybe it would bring other people some happiness and some joy. And so when I opened up my first shop, I didn't even advertise that I was going to open. I just turned the sign and we had a line out the door and it's been that way for the last six years. Oh, fantastic. Well, from your childhood, where did you get that inspiration of wanting to cook cakes and patisserie like this at the finest? Because I've had the pleasure to visit your phenomenal place. I've had the pleasure to know you for many years and you keep innovating, improving and doing so many amazing secret and new mysteries and fantasies for all of us. So how, where does that come from? I think that just comes from the inside of your soul and who you are. Um, I don't know if it's just something you're born with or if it's something you find along the way that you, you tap into to what you truly are passionate about. It's, it's very similar to you and wine. And I, you know, you know that when, when you were brought up and you were, were growing up as a little boy in France and you live in a chateau and you live on a vineyard, it just becomes part of who you are. And I truly believe that, that who you were meant to be comes out as you get older and you, and you, you know, like for me being in my mid fifties, it's, it just, I finally come to a place where I'm doing everything in the world that I love to do. And I'm fortunate enough to be able to do it for, to create what I love to do and offer it to more people. And so that I have an audience now and it's fantastic. It's, it's very similar to your story, I think. Yeah. How does it feel for you to create joy, happiness, and a smile on everybody's oh, face to discover it's the, it's the best thing in the world. That's how I know I'm doing exactly what I'm meant to be doing. Because we make people happy here and, and in the Broderickle shop every single day. And it's just the most incredible feeling in the world. It really is. It's, it's almost like you, you give back to so many people every day that it, it's just a great place to come to work. And I don't ever feel like this is a job for me because I'm so happy doing what I'm doing that it's... It's just wonderful. I'm just so fortunate and grateful that, that people enjoy it as much as I do. Do you believe, uh, Gwendolyn, in destiny? In fact, do you think you will Oh, yes. <laughs> I do. I absolutely believe in destiny. Do you? I totally do. I, I believe we send with a mission, each of us on Earth, the 8 billion that we are, and that we are somehow meant to help others discover something that is instilled in you. I agree. And I also think that that destiny leads you um, to, a, to a certain place in your life. I know that um, 
in my 30s, I kind of thought I had a plan as to what I was going to do. And if you would have told me that I would have owned restaurants and, and owned bakeries and sold and shipped cakes all over the world, I never in a million years would have thought that that's what I was going to do. So I do truly believe that destiny puts you where you are meant to be at that time in your life so that you make the decisions and choices to lead you to whatever your destiny may be. I believe that 100%. And I so much agree with you. How do you um, suggest for people to discover their own destiny and to encourage it to come to light? Because for you, it came, as you just said, in your mid-30s and, and then the rest is history. What's your advice? I think you really need to listen to your, listen to your heart. And you listen to, I think you have to keep yourself open to opportunities. I think a lot of people are sometimes get too closed off or there's things that they just don't want to do and you don't want to meet these people and you don't want to talk to certain people and you don't want to go to an event because you just don't feel like it. I think that um, I forced myself to be in situations that, where I was uncomfortable because I thought, well, maybe if I go do this one thing, it, I'll meet someone that will open a door to something else, which will lead to something else. And I think that um, some people have so much fear that they just choose to stay within their comfort zone. And I think if you get out of your comfort zone, then that's when you truly find out who you are and what you're meant to be doing. And it leads you to places that you never thought you would ever go. Like to, for a perfect example would be, I never ever thought that I would go on a wine trip hosted by you and your team to experience what I experienced last year traveling from Paris all through Burgundy and all the way through to the south of France to go to these beautiful vineyards and taste wines that I never felt like I was the girl who was good enough to ever be on a trip like that. Um, and to experience that firsthand, I went alone and it was the most incredible trip I've ever been on in my entire life. Oh, and I went, I went there alone, which a lot of people would never do. A lot of, you know, a lot of people that were on that trip, they were all came in pairs. And I went alone and there was something empowering about that. And I met so many people and it just, it opened more doors. And I met your parents. I mean, how, what a wonderful moment that was for me to meet your mother and father in France. It was fantastic. And it, it's funny because at the time I did not know who they were. I just saw this beautiful couple walk through the door in one of the wineries. And I immediately threw myself in between them and, and begged to take a photo with them. And I did not know that they were your parents <laughs> because I just thought they were the two of the most beautiful people I'd ever seen. I had to get a photo. And I'm so grateful that I did because afterwards I found out it was your mother and father. And I was the only person on that trip that actually got to meet your mom and dad. Well, so it was, so yeah, it was and great. That you came on this trip because everybody was so impressed with your palate as well. So on the palate question and the senses, do yes. you feel that you have such talent in food, it comes as well and you have great palate for wine? I think that that, you know, I think it's a very individual choice, I think, on how your palate is. Some people like peanut butter, some people don't. Some people love chocolate, some people do not. Um, I think your individual palate, like for me, and all the cakes that we make, I make the cakes that we make because it's something I like. 
I actually don't make anything that I don't like to eat myself. So mm. I think that individual palate has a lot to do with what it is that you do and how you make wines. I, I, I can only imagine that when you're tasting and creating your own wines, that you will only bottle what you love. Well, Am I right? I'd love for you to try. And I'd love your opinion, Gwendolyn, because I don't think you've ever tried that one. I Which know you one? Love French wines and you love our French bubbles. But the second wine I poured was Ooh. the Passion Collection in your honor. Because this one. Yes. Okay. Course. I will admit I've had this wine before because it's one of my favorites. Ooh. So I'm going to pour some for myself now as well. Well, wonderful. Tell me why it's your favorite. Well, I actually got this from Michelle Pascal, who is one of my distributors here in Indianapolis. Yep. And he carries a lot of your different wines that you, that you make. And he gave it to me as a gift. And once I received that one gift of a bottle of wine, I then proceeded to buy case after case that I would bring home and drink myself with my husband. Um, and it's one of my favorite wines. So when I cook at night, this is the wine that I drink. Oh, I'm honored. Yes, I'm it's wonderful. So cheers. Compliment. Thank you. Oh, it's, so, it, it, it's, uh, it smells so good. It's tell, tell us why you love it. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I'm not much of a, okay. I don't know if I can come up with the right words on how to describe what this smells like. It's deep and rich and it just smells like a delicious, hearty red wine. And it smells like dessert to me. Well, and it's graceful like uh, you. And it's rebellious like you and charismatic like you. Uh, <laughs> it's so delicious. All of us, why red wine? as well goes very well with fabulous cakes. Because I need to tell you, I'm diving in and I'm diving in as you could see, and I'm <laughs> loving it. And every time I go deeper and deeper, I love it even more. And I'm starting to really feel the bubbles and the passion that you've actually put in it. So Aww. it's a very good idea to, to cook with champagne. But tell us why it goes so well together why the wine goes so well with the cake or the champagne goes well with cake? Because it red goes wine. well with both. You mean the wine? Yeah, the red wine, exactly. This red wine to me would pair, it pairs beautifully with the raspberry champagne, but I also think it would be amazing with um, the Earl's Court chocolate cake that we make here. It's, it's like four different layers of different types of chocolate, and it has a little bit of fleur de sel on top. Uh, which I know you know what that is. It's a little French sea salt, and it brings out the flavor in the chocolate. So I think that that, that would complement this wine perfectly. I agree. Mm. Now, what is your, really favorite, your top three favorite cakes that you make that you recommend that people should go on your website, discover, and order? Well, see, that kind of goes back to your individual taste. So if you love chocolate, the Earl's Court chocolate cake is our number one chocolate cake. It's our best seller by far. Um, and that I've won. That's kind of got me started. I've won a contest in London with that cake. Um, I also think the raspberry champagne is a beautiful cake, which maybe I can turn around and you can see the inside of the cake. 
Um, this is a, one of the, I know this is great for weddings, for baby showers, for a birthday party, because it's a celebration type cake because you can pair it so well with, with the champagnes. And um, the other cake I think is one of our best sellers is the red velvet cake, which has pink rosettes all over it. And we put a Belgian chocolate that we chop up and put inside the, the red velvet cake. And it's beautiful. It's very creamy and it just kind of melts in your mouth. Wow. You're getting yeah. us all excited. <laughs> so what's, your website, what's the website you recommend for people to go and uh, the website is thecakebakeshop.com, and we also sell on Williams Sonoma. We have over 37 items on Williams Sonoma, so you can either order there or you can order directly on our website. But, That's amazing. So, yeah. Gwendolyn, when you were in France, and that's what I adore about you, you're a true entrepreneur, and I want to, for all our viewers in France to touch on that, you decided now with RJCB team to make your own bubbles that we're going to be releasing very soon in, in all your destinations. So tell us about that. Oh, I, I am. Oh, I'm so excited. I, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity um, to be able to do that with you. So thank you so much for that. Um, it is called Rose Bubbles and it is a cake bake shop. It'll have a beautiful pink and gold label. And it's your sparkling wine that'll be bottled in France and, and it gets labeled in France. And I cannot wait to share it with our customers here. I know it'll be our number one seller and we're gonna sell it in gift bags and put ribbons on it. And it's just, and it's amazing. We'll pair it with every single cake that we make here. So I'm beyond excited. I cannot wait. Well, me too. And, and I cannot wait, uh, Gwendolyn, to make some cakes in your own kitchen. I know because of the time we live in, I couldn't fly over to Carmel, Indiana to be with you, but I hope we get to make some cakes together one day and you can teach me because I love, I love baking, in fact, even more than cooking. I love it. I would love to have you come in and play with the, me in the kitchen. It would be fantastic. I would love it. So That'd be a blast. Another big question I have is, how is it to be an entrepreneur like you are? very humble beginning, difficult start. You made yourself the way you are and you've built such an amazing success. You've been on Oprah, you've been in every magazine possible in America, you've been on so many TV shows and programs and everything else. Give everyone the advice and, and tell us how you did it because I love your story. Thank you. Um, how do you do it? That's such a huge question. Um, it is years and years and years of work um, and never, ever giving up. And I would take one day at a time and, and I would have a goal and I would reach that goal. If it was not by the end of the day, it was by the end of the week. And I would have lists. I constantly write lists because I'm old. So I have to write everything down and I would go through my list and I would try to mark off everything off that list that week, trying to get to that next point, whether it was designing my own packaging, whether it was coming up with a new cake recipe, whether it was how many people can I sell to this week when I worked out of my house for over eight years. Um, I, I try to create a, a following of customers and people so that I knew that I was making something that people liked so that if I took the investment of, and the jump and of getting a loan from a bank that I, 
was terrified that I could, what if I couldn't ever pay it back? What if it didn't work? What if my, they took my house away? Because, you know, when you're starting, you have to sign your life away on any paper. So that I had to sign away like our 18 year old suburban, <laughs> who's going to want that? <laughs> um, but then, you know, I had to mortgage. Um, I actually didn't even have a house at that point. We were renting a home because we couldn't afford to buy a house. So, um, but it was just signing my life on the line that it was such a commitment of, of, of myself that I knew that if I failed, I would let down my entire family. I, my husband probably would have divorced me. I think that there was so much riding on the decisions that I was making that I was not going to let that happen to me or my family. So and no matter how hard it was, I would get up every day, I would put my clothes on and I would figure out a way to make it work. If I had an obstacle, I would figure out a way to get over it. And I think that you just have to have a super tough skin and you have to want it bad enough and you have to love what you do. And I think if you don't have all those elements and if you don't have your family supporting you, um, I had them emotionally behind me that I knew that no matter what happened, that they would still be there for me no matter how much I messed up. And not every day went great. I mean, nothing, it didn't go perfect every day, but there were things that I did that was a disaster. But I would learn from that mistake and I would make sure I never did that again. And I would change it if, and I would try to do better the next time. Or if there was, um, whether it was something that I made or, or a place that I went to, I just made sure that I would try to rep represent myself the best that I possibly could. And then when I finally got that loan the first time, which took five or six or eight banks, I mean, it was crazy. Nobody would give me a loan for money because nobody mm -hmm. believed in what I was doing. But I believed in it enough that I knew that if I got the chance that I would be successful at it because I know who I am and I know that I'm not going to let myself not, not be able to a, pay off the loan, you know, not be able to support my family and not be able to take care of the people that have supported me this whole time. And fortunately that's, enough for me, you know, I now have 150 employees and all of that still rides on me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and it's a lot, but it's also very rewarding. And it's, it's, uh, I'm not done yet. There's a million things that I still want to do. So. Oh, absolutely. You, yeah. I have a feeling as I met you and as I spend time with you, you energize me, you give me goosebumps, you give me excitement that you've only started, Gwendolyn. And, and I really want to commend that uh, in you. How as well, besides everything else, and getting your first loan to building your business to today, you know, feeding 150 families. I mean, this is huge. Yeah. How did you get that sense of aesthetic? Because I've seen all your places, pictures, to been a, a, a secret admirer for many years as we've done many things together with our friend, Michelle at Carroll Company and our team. And I've been so impressed about the look of your places and and i'm just going to show everyone that amazing postcards but obviously we're going to show you at the end of this amazing video and time together the the overall of your empire how did you get that sense of design oh i don't know it just comes to me <laughs> I don't know if I have a great answer for that. I just know that if it's something that I like, that I, I put it together. And sometimes I don't really worry if it goes together. If I pick out one thing, like if, if I pick out a lantern, 
I don't necessarily worry about whether or not that lantern's gonna go with the design. If you look at the outside of my shop, it's completely different than what's on the inside. And I know a lot of people would say, well, it should all kind of go together. Well, if the outside's gonna be kind of Cape Cod style and look like a home, the in inside should reflect that same feeling. When you walk inside the caramel shop, there are crystals everywhere. It makes no sense. It doesn't go with the outside of the building. I didn't care. I, I decided to do something totally different that no one else has done. And I did it because I liked it. And I thought, I thought it would be pretty. And so that's kind of where I get it from. I just kind of go off my instinct, <laughs> whether it's right or not, you know. And your instinct, of course, is guiding you well. So... <laughs> Explain, as I'm going to pour the next wine, the number three. Yes, I'm excited about number three. You know, your Franco-American background, because you have that in your cakes, in your food, in your design. I'd like to explain, if you can explain to everyone, why cakes and sugar is good for you and not bad for you. Because everybody <laughs> says, oh, I don't do desserts. Why can I do desserts? Too many calories, too many this, too many that. But tell us why it's not that bad and you need to eat in a balanced way. Well, I think everything in moderation is great. It's, it's like if you drink too much wine, that's probably not such a great idea. If you eat too much cake, it's probably not so good for you. But when you eat one of our cakes, every single cake that we make here is made from scratch and it's made by hand and it's made with the best ingredients I can source from the entire world. So all of our chocolate comes from France that we use. The, our cocoa powder is Valrhona cocoa powder. Um, all of our um, chocolate that's made for our fudge and our fillings is a Calibo, which comes from Belgium. Um, mm. All of our flour comes from uh, King Arthur flour, which is a never milled, never bromated um, flour. So it's extremely good for you when it comes to gluten. And it also creates a beautiful, light, fluffy cake. We use non-aluminum baking soda. Um, and baking powder. We have um, in our buttercream, all of our buttercreams are made with egg whites, um, sugar, granulated sugar, and we blend that together over a stove until it creates, until it gets hot and the sugar melts, and then we make a meringue out of that. We whip it in the, in the mixing bowl until it turns beautifully white and fluffy meringue, and then we add European butter to that. And the European butter we have is the highest butterfat content butter that you can buy, and the reason why this cake is actually good for you is because there's not one preservative or one um, uh, anything in here that's bad for you. There's no fillers, there's, there's uh, no um, stabilizers. And so this is a cake that you can't get anywhere else. Well, and so well explained and, and so meaningful. In every single ingredient, you made sure of the source. And that's so essential. And I think when we know this, and this is why in France, as you know very well, there's a patisserie at every corner. There's the bakery at every corner. And people eat a lot of sugar, but in a balanced way. And I think, as you so well said, the night is young for me. <laughs> I bet you, even if I eat this by myself, I'll be fine. <laughs> you will be fine and you know you've got fresh raspberries in here so really it's a fruit serving if you look at it like that <laughs> well, so it's good for you share it with. yeah so Gwendolyn I'd love to take you I'm this excited. is my favorite wine we produce as a Pinot Noir to take you back to France 
back to that amazing moment with my parents. So, Aww. to Nuit Saint-Georges, to Gevray-Chambertin, to Chambon-Nuzini, mm. blended with the Russian River. So, you really represent, I really feel, the best of both worlds. You've taken the best of America, your sense of entrepreneurship, of taking risk, of going beyond, and your mm. really strong heritage into great baking and tradition in the kitchen. So this wine is dedicated to you now. Oh. This is our Pinot Noir Franco-American Burgundy Russian River. This is it's, the wine that unites us. It's absolutely beautiful. Ooh. So how would you describe it? Because oh. I know you need God, to that's good. soon go back and entertain all your guests downstairs, but I'd love to know the words behind this wine to you. As I dive oh. more into this amazing cake, you see well, I took this... the fork. Huh? Okay, this is fantastic. Can you tell me a little bit more about this wine? So 100% Pinot Noir. We make 51% of this wine in Burgundy. We air freight the barrels on flight Air France 084 to the Russian River. At the Loge Vineyards, we blend it with our estate and great vineyards in the Russian River. And we create the first ever Franco-American wine. And it's called number three because I'm so good in math that I believe one plus one equals three. As you said earlier, when it's well done, it's explosive. And it's dedicated to the marriage that I have with my lovely wife and I have two daughters. We honored by their grace. Aww. One of the ladies called Honoré Josephine and the other one is Grace Antoinette. So the wine is graceful, it's honorable. It's the marriage of two worlds. I come from France, Gina comes from uh, California, so it's, we believe, the best of both. So that's our view of this wine. And we made it for our wedding in 2009, Gwendolyn. Aww. As a fun wine, we wanted to create for the guests, and every guest loved it. And they said, we want more, we want more, and then here we go, we continue the wine. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's a wonderful story. How beautiful. So it's your family. And it's love all in a bottle. All love in the bottle. Aww. But now, you exude love and passion. Besides baking and designing, <laughs> what is your passion, Gwendolyn? Oh, besides, oh, I love to travel. Travel is one of my favorite things in the world to do. And it's funny because I'm dying to go to France. I cannot wait to go to France. I really wanted to go for when they bottle the the uh, rosé bubbles with you. Um, and I'm just so sad that, that, uh, that the world is where it is today. And I hope that, um, that it, everything heals quickly and that um, every, everything can get back to normal because I think one of my passions is not only food, but to travel and to eat the food where you travel to. Um, I don't necessarily always remember where I was, but I can tell you what I ate when I was there. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You remember your trip to your food, that's very true. Oh, yes. So, well, our home is your home, so whenever you come, I cannot wait to welcome you in France, and oh. specifically in Burgundy. Do you find a lot of your inspiration when you go to French restaurants and 
because you serve a lot of French-inspired, like quiche and wonderful things like this in your in your place. I do, I, I, and, and I think that's another reason why I love to travel so much because then I get to go to different restaurants and taste different foods from all over the world, which I think is an incredible um, way to experience life. Um, to me, food is what life is all about. I know that there's this saying that says, you know, you, you eat to live or you live to eat. Um, for me personally, I live to eat. It's one of my favorite things in the world to do. Um, so I do get some inspiration from that, but a lot of the things that we serve here that are on our menu are things that I've been making my entire life. So that quiche I have made for 30 years, and now I just get to share it with, with more people. And, and uh, a lot of the savory items that are on the menu, um, I have because they're things that I love to eat. So they're some of my favorite foods. Like we have a shrimp porboy in the sandwich, uh, sandwich on the menu, which you know, I was born in New Orleans, so that's a little bit of my heritage that comes through. We also have a gumbo um, poutine on the menu. We also have, we have gumbo as well. And there are certain things that I just love and that's why we serve them here. So I think it's, it's you know, when you open something or you, you bring who you are out into the world for people to experience, it's, you really kind of dive into your soul and that's where you get you get the passion. That's where the passion comes from. It's from your, it's from your life experiences. So and that's, said. yeah. Yeah. Well, I just well, love that, that we can bring our two worlds together from so far away via, a, a, you know, a, a telephone, which is incredible to me, um, that we can share a table, we can share wine, we can share cake. And when you bring people together and you gather around a table and there's, um, that moment where you share intimacy with people that I think that to me is what another thing that what life is all about. It's, it's creating that, that moment where you look in someone else's eyes and you have a conversation and you sip wine and that's what makes it so magical. It is. And you know how to make it magical. So what is a dream you may have Gwendolyn you're willing to share with us that you have not yet achieved? I'm serving myself more wine for this one. Ooh, what have I not yet achieved? I know your achievement or you, what is your dream? It could be to live in Well, the only way I can answer that is I'm already living my dream. I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing. Um, I think the only other thing that I have not done yet is, is reach a larger audience. I think I would love to open more places around the world so that more people get to experience the happiness and joy of what they feel when they come to one of my restaurants. And, and it's just something like not, nobody else has done and, and there's no other experience out there that this is the place where you come to celebrate your life. You celebrate birthdays and family and friends and anniversaries and babies and all the things that makes life so wonderful. There's not a lot of places that do that. There's a lot of sports bars and there's a lot of wing places and there's a lot of, you know, steakhouses and there's just not a lot of places where you can go where it's very when it's like a woman driven place where it's beautiful and it's it's just a beautiful place the food's beautiful the atmosphere is beautiful the food is beautiful and it's that's one thing that i love and i hope to be able to, to do that for a wider audience well I can, I can feel it i could sense it i know it there's going to be a lot more cake bake shop 
around in the U.S. <laughs> that was a tremendous success. Now, as we need to ask the last question, the, the very important one, as I'm yes. going to be continuing all night to dive into my lovely cake here, what message would you have for others? You've already been so inspirational and oh. such a guide for everyone with us tonight. What else would you like to send as a, as a message to everybody? Oh, well, hang on. Let me have another sip of wine before I answer yeah. that. <laughs> I know those are good questions. And, and I don't want to send to anyone those questions before because then they prepare and, and it's too planned. I'd rather have you just boom, up the cuff answer to them. All right. Okay. So, all right. What do I, how do I, what do I want to leave you with? I would say, and I don't want to steal from your quotes, but I kind of have to because it fits perfectly. So you know this beautiful bottle of wine that you have that has all these luxurious words written all over it. It's not only written, it's engraved in gold all over the beautiful bottle, which I know you put so much thought into and it's just so, it's heavy. If I could describe how heavy this bottle is, but the words that surround this bottle is kind of what I want to leave you with, where it's luscious, which is cake. It's voluptuous, which is kind of me in a way. Um, it's sensual, which is you. It's charismatic, which is also you. It's passion, which I think the passion is for what you and I both do. You have the passion for wine. I have the passion for cake, which are such beautiful compliments for each other. I mean, everything on this bottle is so fantastic and, and elegant, which is what I think my restaurants are. And I also think your places in Napa are so elegant from your cheese shop to your wine tasting rooms to your, your, your vineyards that you have and your, where you grow your wines and where your restaurants are. I mean, it's just beautiful. So I think that every word that you have engraved on this bottle is exactly what I would want to leave anyone with. Because it, okay. it, it describes all of it. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> I cannot thank you enough for my amazing birthday cake. Oh, well, birthday, happy birthday. And my birthday is even better and stronger with you. And spending this evening together was so precious. And your wonderful team, thank you for the birthday wishes. I cannot wait for us to celebrate your birthday with you. Because Ooh. that time, I will make a cake for <laughs> It's coming up quick. It's on September 30th. I'm going to be 55. Well, why don't you come to Napa if you can, and I'll be okay. the one cooking. It's only in a few weeks. I would love to come to Napa, okay? I'm already on the plane. I'm already there. Well, you are welcome anytime <laughs> to our guest houses, to me cooking the cake, and to us spending an amazing evening together with your husband, my lovely wife and, and our families would be so precious. Oh, I agree. Cheers to so that. Happy anticipated birthday for you. We both September children, which is great. And Gwendolyn, I want to thank you so much for being with us. And, and even as importantly, you know, to your great success, to your great life story, to your great image of what everybody's trying to emulate and your unbelievable phenomenal talent of making us dream. So 
Thank you, John Charles. And, and right back at you. I feel the same way about you. So thank, thank you. you so much. <laughs> and cheers. <laughs>